are back for the episode of Too Many Men. It's just us two. Yeah. It's Tony and John. What's going on? Um, Trish. <laughs> I don't know, man. Bailed. It's <laughs> the only way to, uh, describe, to describe it. it. <laughs> but yeah, the show must go on, as they say. Uh, week 10 in the NFL season. There was a game last night. Uh, we're not picking games this week because we don't have everybody's picks. It's simple as that. But um, <laughs> it's hard to call what yesterday's a game. A game. Yeah. You know, no. Listen. I I was told the weather was going to be bad. It was going to be like a hurricane was coming up the coast, and so I bet every single player's rushing <laughs> rushing over. And Cordell Patterson only had like 18 yards, and hey, at least Foreman hit it probably right. Yeah, but I needed <laughs> all of them. <laughs> One didn't do any good. Yeah, you did. The only ones who hit for me were uh, Foreman and Mariota. Dude, I saw I saw a thing. Uh, the rookie for uh, the Falcons. He's actually been doing decent all right this year. Taylor Algier. I think yeah. I, I might be saying that name wrong. But, no, yeah. Uh, uh, no, he's he actually is poor, poor uh, guy. He set an unfortunate record yesterday. Most receptions for uh, the least yardage in the modern era. With three, eight three catches ca- for like... Ca- the, no, three catches for negative 17 yards, wasn't uh, it? I thought it was like eight catches. No, it was yeah. not. It's so hard to get eight catches. It's hard That's, to get three. Like, his longest reception was negative five yards. Sheesh. <laughs> But still, I mean, just just goes to show you what kind of things that we were we were dealing with yesterday. Drake London had a touchdown though. For but, you, is that you? You part of Jake, Drake London gang or? Like? Nah, I mean, I, I think here's I just wanted to talk about like the young weapons that the Falcons have been drafting the last two years, real quick, right? Because I mean, you look at London, and you know him and Kyle Pitts. You look at them, and they just the talent is clear every time they're on the field. And it's just a complete mismanagement of that personnel by Arthur Smith and. I guess this Mario and also just Mariota is just playing yeah. awful. You know, this like the, he these hasn't guys played not, well since that Carolina game. Yeah, I mean, he had that good game against the Niners game against the Niners though, but the Niners' entire defense is on IR now. So, so Tyler Algier had three catches for negative seventeen yards for an average of negative five point seven yards. Yes, that's so hard to do. I mean. It's, I mean, like every every like time he got the ball, he was like what negative, or he was already five yards behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, what is the guy never had a chance there? Yards. The Panthers have a good defense too. Yeah, they do. But I mean, the NFC South is so bad. It's it's crazy it's, bad. It's so weird though, because I mean, you have a team like the Panthers, right? Who by all means. <laughs> they still kind of suck, right? But they are uh, at the same point. They're three and what are they? Three and six or three and seven? I think they're three and seven, right? Yeah, now they yeah, are. Yeah, three and seven. And yet, because of that, like the Falcons are. You know, I think they're. They're. Are they still in first, or are they tied with the Buccaneers? It's just it's a really a really weird division because the Bucks now have the lead at four and five. In spite of Carolina being three and seven, they're three and one in the in the division the, right now. The Bucks are still in the lead at, at four and five, but they can yeah. lose this week and be four and six and still have the lead in the division. Right? Oh, yeah. Which is <laughs> which is insane. It's like actually. the NFC East two years ago. That's what I'm saying. It's like the cra- it's crazy what's happened with the AFC South and the NFC South this year. They're both probably the two worst divisions in football. By a clear margin. Yeah. And, it, you know, the rest of the NFC South was bad. It yeah. was just kind of, they were, it was Brady holding up that entire division. Yeah. But now the Bucks aren't good. And I think it's like legitimately possible the Bucks can just coast the rest of the year. Yeah. And then pick it up in the playoffs. 
Because I, mean, I think they can coast and still win this division. I mean, we talked about this, I think, on last Friday's episode. You know, we were talking about the Eagles and how valid of a team they yeah. might be. But, I mean, is anyone really going to bet against Brady if they, like, start to figure it out in, like, the last few games of the regular season in the playoffs if he has to go on the road? I mean, they'll probably be under. They'll probably be dogs. Don't get me dogs. wrong. <laughs> but, I mean, I would still, like, I, I, I have to, like, because I mean, it's it's like the same thing. I I know a few years ago when that he was on that the last year in New England when the wheels were kind of falling That's off. That's when there. they lost to Tennessee, right? Yeah. I mean, I like people could kind of had an idea that they could lose in the playoffs, but I still had like I still have this gut feeling that you know until the very end that he could pull off something, you know. And Brady is, you know, he clearly still has it. It's just we. It's really this a whole mishmash of weird things occurring with that Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that's causing everything to go wrong this year. So as of right now, the Bucs will play the Cowboys in the first round. They're the, oh, yeah, because they, they would... Now. In spite of that, they have a home <laughs> playoff game. Yeah, now. I would lean Cowboys. Yeah. But a road playoff game is not easy. Especially not <laughs> Against the greatest quarterback of all time. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's hard for... I mean, it's a big blow for Tampa, you know, even with if Brady regains, you know, like and that offense, you know, regains some of their steam from the last few years. Their defense, you know, missing Shaq Barrett, that's a huge blow. And so, I mean, I don't like know how they're going to pick it up. I mean, I feel like they've been struggling a little bit the last few weeks. I well, I mean, no, I mean, they had they gave up only what was it, 9 points to the Rams. The defense has been fine. Yeah. And the Bucks were dead in the water for 90% of that game up until like the last like five minutes when they started walking down the field on the Rams. Yeah. Stafford's in concussion protocol, by the way. I don't know if he's going to play this weekend. Um, Who's the backup? Uh, John Wolford. Oh, really? He's still around. I, huh. I know. That was a yeah. guess. He was there a couple years ago. You know, he was he? the dude he... Uh it's they funny. started him over golf to get into the playoffs. You know, yeah, they beat... They beat, <laughs> they beat Kyler Murray. Yeah. He beat Kyler Murray, yeah. Um... But yeah, like, like there's a realistic chance. Like, if you're Brady, you got to play Dallas. Let's say you get by Dallas. Well, then you got to go maybe to like Kirk Cousins, and play Kirk Cousins in the fucking playoffs. I think you know yeah. you're seven and ten Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you know it's Brady, so that game's gonna be in prime time. Oh so. yeah, I think playoff games as a whole count as prime time. Oh yes, I mean, no, 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 no. It's I mean, the only game, huh? No, no, but prime time itself refers to I think like. It's I mean, dark. It's dark it. in January. No Kirk, what. Kirk Cousins has been on many a game of the week on CBS, you know, like yeah. on a Sunday afternoon, you know, so I don't yeah. think that counts. He wins those. <laughs> yeah, it's John Wolford. He's the backup. But Hey, worse guys. But I mean, that's <laughs> honestly, listen, I bet watch them actually, if he starts, watch that offense somewhat move. Because I feel like Stafford. Oh, okay. We're doing this. I know it's a, it's a little. No, bit no, of, no, we're doing have, it. Have you ever heard about this? You know, like the, like there's a name for this type of. Fight. It's called the Ewing theory because the ninety nine <laughs> in ninety nine when he got injured, Ewing, right? The Knicks all of a sudden made this insane run. They made the eight seed run for, to the finals, right? And so it's like a theory. It's like teams somehow doing better without their best player. Well, I mean, I'm I've not really that like, their I've, best player. I've Aaron seen Donald this is. around like all sports. Yeah, but like I would more call this the the Jared Goff theory. <laughs> Because <laughs> this is the same thing that happened to Jared Goff. I mean, listen. If, if John Walford walks out there and he throws for, you know, like 350 and they win, it's like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? I mean, if that offense just needs some signs of life right now, I mean. The, the Jared Goff theory is putting in your backup quarterback and getting equal or better results out of him. Yeah. To the point where it's like, wow, maybe we should change quarterbacks. 
Or maybe it's just the play calling, you know? I mean, there's something Oh, like, you dare go against bright NFL mind Sean McVay? Dude, you know, <laughs> I, want, I got a bone to pick. Like, well, listen, he's had, you can't argue with the results he's had the last few years, but I will say this about him. I think I've lost a little bit of respect from hearing about like how he's just planning on retiring as soon as like... As one of, as like the core breaks up of yeah. Aaron Donald. And- I'm like, okay, so you've, you knowingly like just set this team up to be terrible as soon as you leave, and you're just like, well... I was thinking about it. This okay. is setting up terribly for Cooper Cup. That's what I'm saying. Because he's, he's get- the only one with term on a contract there. He'll get traded. They'll trade. Yeah, him. but yeah. there's gonna be there's gonna be one year where listen, he's like DJ Moore down in Carolina. Listen, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, I know. But listen, here's the thing: fuck them picks only gets you so far. Eventually, it got him a ring. Eventually, once those guys retire, you know, and you're literally the bottom of the barrel, you're gonna trade Cooper Cup for picks. Yeah. He's gonna be. I mean, how old is Cooper anyway? Right now, twenty-eight. Yeah, so he's getting up there. I mean, he's obviously like how many years do you think Stafford has right now? I mean, <laughs> one. <laughs> like the way this is going, it's, it's, he's always injured. His elbow's fucked up. Yeah. Let's. One thing I just want. Let's like just discuss this. I guess in general, real quick. This it's the trend this year with the older quarterbacks. You know, I mean, we didn't see this so much last year. You know, Brady and Rogers all the way till like week seventeen last year. They were dual threats for MVP. And now this year, it's just the old guard is kind of taking that step back. Matt Ryan benched. Okay. Tom Brady. All right. All right. Tom, all right. Matt Ryan. You know what I'm Come saying? On. I mean, obviously... I would have benched him last year. He was, he was awful last okay, year. Okay, he was <laughs> like, washed last year. But I'm just saying, now you're actually getting the, like, okay, well, now they're done, done. You know, you're seeing the signs of it, you know? Like, I'm not I'm not saying Rodgers is done. Yeah, done. he's the least concerning because he literally doesn't have a weapon. The but most he, concerning is Stafford and, and, and Brady. Yeah. Because... You arguably have two of like the top five wide receivers well, in the league on each of those teams. And well, I mean, I think a bigger one is Russ. Oh, I forgot about yeah. him. I mean, yeah, cause they were on bye. Yeah. yeah, people get people. Well, they, I they forgot, were, and you know, you think I wouldn't forget about him because they put him in fucking prime time every other week, so yeah. it's like hammered into my brain. Well, listen, I think, and I just keep going back and betting those games for some reason, even I, though I know the outcome. I think we're spared until like Christmas or something now for them, right? Aren't they? I like, think so. Thank God. I hope so. I know, like. uh where like we have like a, a Sunday morning game in Munich, is that it? And or is it like that's some, Seattle? It's, it's, that's Seattle, Tampa. Yeah, Seattle, Tampa. But that's okay. But I know it's like like we have a game there, right? Yeah. Okay. Hi. So what else? I didn't even count Russ in that because t- Russ wasn't great last year. Russ really hasn't been great the last couple years. Well, here, that's a th- no. But here's the thing. <laughs> People like tried to like. Well, I mean, listen. I think even us kind of drank the Kool Aid a little bit. We we thought it could work out, you know. Like, we, you know, because I mean, oh here's yeah, because because it worked out with literally every other situation yeah. in the National Football League up till this point. It's just like you know, I think a lot of us, to a point, you know, we're willing to overlook, or just didn't really weren't aware of it. You know, the fact that like Pete Carroll was coaching, you know, his coaching was compensating for a lot of Russ's weaknesses. You know that, you know, a coach like Hackett, he's just. Not competent enough to like you know scheme around that. You know? How so many how many quarterback jobs in the NFL right now would you say are totally a hundred percent solidified for next season? Whether it be the team wanting to move on or the player wanting to move on, because I think that number is dumb low. Yeah, oh, 100%. It's, I think it's single digits. Yeah, I'd say so. Like if there's an upgrade out there, I could see the team wanting to upgrade or the player wanting out. Like. Let's go division by division. Yeah. NFC East. I think there's. I think the Eagles are solidified. Jalen Hurts will be the starter next year. Definitely. So that's one. Dak is definitely Dak, solidified. Dak is. 
it's just if Brady said he wanted to play for Dallas, I think he'd be playing for Dallas. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That's that's and that's, that's the wild card. Do you remember when Brady was a free agent last time around? Like yeah. everyone's like, yeah, maybe Dallas, maybe Jerry Jones would want Tom Brady. But I, I, for the sake of argument, I'm gonna say they stick with Dak because they just fucking paid him and everything. Yeah. So we got two. NFC North. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's not so much that the Packers wouldn't keep Rodgers. It's, it's, it's Rodgers Rogers would dip. Leave. Yeah, he yeah. might dip. That's yeah. why I said for – it's got to be – I didn't say, like, guaranteed a spot. It's, not, it's like, 100% solidified. So, what, like, so they, like, they, they're confident This in that guy position, yeah. is the starter next year. He does not want out. The team does not want to move on from him. So, or yeah. won't move on from him no matter what. So, I mean, honestly, the only one who I feel is solidified now – and I mean, it, this could change because the season still has some. I, I think Fields has played well. I think, yeah, I think it's Justin. I think it's Justin Fields. Yeah, he's like. I mean, listen, he's definitely improved a lot in the last few weeks. He and like you know, they like the whole offense has kind of changed. You know, yeah, I think way. it's at the point with Fields where if you draft around him, an you know? opportunity came up, they wouldn't move on. Yeah, I mean, like they're not. They're winning games. You know, we're not necessarily winning. Like, I mean. They're competing. The offense is looking a lot better. And, you know, I mean, at this point, you know, unless they're in a position to draft, like, one of those top quarterbacks, which doesn't seem like they've already won too many games, they need to just draft, like, around and get that. They're closer to competing for a wild card spot. Get that uh, receiver, Jason uh, Jason Smith, you know. uh, You know, he's, like, you know, like, like one of those top receivers. Get him some talent, you know, build around. All right, so we're sort of three with Justin Fields. I think... I'll tell you, I yeah. the Vikings, if they walk out there and they lose in the first round, they're going to be looking for an upgrade at quarterback. There's not many. That's I, the I know, I know. That's the thing. Like, like he, I could see them, Tom Brady, if he opts out, that would be a situation. He's not going to go there. I'll tell you that confidently. I, I think Minnesota is a more desirable spot than playing in Tampa. You think it's a more desirable spot? Than, why? Justin Jefferson. Okay, football reasons aside. Why would you want to live in Minnesota? Uh, I wouldn't, but he's a, he's not like listen the football situation. I like I feel like he's gonna think about two things. One, he wants to think about legacy. You know, at this point, you know, because this is already a bad look for him. How this Tampa year is looking out. You know, the fact that he even came out of retirement. So if he leaves, which is not even up in the air, isn't he still under contract for another he year? He can be out after this year. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay, so. He's always wanted to go to the Niners. Yeah. What What do you think? What do you think happens with that? If I don't know. with Lance, then I don't know. I know Lance is your boy, so that's the thing. Listen, if Todd, he's got Tom Brady's a lot of voided years. Jeez. He's a UFA after this season. Um. Because of the draft capital they invested, I think they would keep Lance. I don't know, man. I mean, look at the. I, I mean, think the two it was only two firsts, right? Yeah, but still, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's didn't even use them once, basically. So, I think, and I don't think they'd want like a one or two year plug and play quarterback. I think Minnesota would be more down for that than San Fran but would. You, but you don't think you don't think San Fran's more in a win now window? 
But that t- I think they're both in a pretty much win now window. I think both of them are. I don't like. Listen, I think Jimmy G is good. I think he's better than Kirk Cousins. I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with either of those quarterbacks. Yeah, Jimmy I mean, G can get, get you, you there. there. Yeah, but it comes down to the Super Bowl. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's not going to be your defense holds up. You you got to make a throw, and he couldn't do that last time around. Yeah, nine times out of ten, usually the quarterback you're going to be facing is one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and so if you're getting there with a game manager. It's going to be a tough battle like, unless your you, defense you can is shut make, down. You can make the argument. You look at the Minnesota Vikings roster; they're a quarterback away. Yeah, I mean, you listen, can make if you're a believer in Kirk Cousins, you make the argument. You believe in that roster now. I think. Listen, that team has impressed uh, like uh, me in a lot of ways, but not at quarterback. I mean, just you look at it; they got talent on a lot of on both sides of the ball. You know, like Darisaw has become a, ta- a good, ta- really great tackle. You know, Dalvin Cook is still good. Justin Jefferson's great as always. It's just Kirk. Kirk, you know, he, like he's not—he's so inconsistent, you know. And the problem, especially in like big time games. And the problem is, you know, it doesn't like show up so much in the box score as much as it does yeah, when you watch the because games. Because he still you know? throws for like two fifty-six and two touchdowns, but like the ball was in your hand. Yeah, like, like <laughs> but like he doesn't show the different times, like because you know, I, I saw you saying something like, "Uh, what you were looking for a Jefferson touchdown last week, I think." But two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I was. But like, it's like you know, sometimes they'll just miss him wide open you know like Jefferson's got like an absurd amount of yards this year but like such a low number of touchdowns because he just doesn't get looked at in the red zone I think Tom Brady would be a Minnesota Viking (laughs) I think Rodgers you gotta think about it I'd rather have Rodgers be a Minnesota Viking before I I think that would I I would say that's a possibility if he was a straight up free agent he's not yeah that's the problem Tom Brady is and I want to hit you with I can't imagine Tom Brady's too, you know, thrilled with playing in the environment anymore, in the elements. Whether it be the fucking pouring rain down in Tampa. That's true. Or Hurricanes. the cold in New England that he's dealt with his entire career. Like, nice little dome stadium, Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to go to the Colts no, that much. No. 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 Right. And we'll talk about Jeff Saturday a little bit later in the yeah. show because that's one of the crazier things, but... Um, all right, so we got just Justin Fields in the north. Yeah. Definitely, 100%. Mm-hmm. In the west. Hey, NFC West, let me think. Gino. Is the only solid one? Yeah. You, you don't have Kyler in that? No, we don't know shit. Oh, Kyler. <laughs> we only have to pick one si- solid person. I mean, I guess. Like, we... 100% solid. I, this I man is Gino. going to be the starting quarterback Gino next year. I think Gino and Kyler are both 100% I think Gino solid. more than Kyler Wait, I didn't say Gino more than Kyler. No, I think that. Wait, really? Yeah, because, you know, if Cliff Kingsbury goes, and I think we're all expecting him to go. He probably could. Yeah. Do you think Kyler would get traded? You could get a fucking haul. For, for who would trade for Kyler? I, I Listen, anybody who needs a fucking quarterback would. Washington, all over that shit. Dude, Washington, <laughs> oh my, Washington 100% would, bro. Indy. <laughs> like, Washington would have Kyler and Chase Young. But, like... Think about that. I know they just paid Kyler, but we've learned that any contract is tradable in the NFL. If a team really wants to move a contract, they will move yeah. a contract. And there was the whole stuff with the negotiations, with the, the, the homework clause and all that. There's definitely a seed of doubt in the front office of the Arizona Cardinals when it comes to belief in Kyler Murray as your franchise I mean, quarterback. Yeah, with the film calls and all yeah, that. Yeah, like I, I could, mean, and you know they've moved on from high draft picks before, no problem. 
They moved on from Rosen. They kicked him to the curb like it was nothing. I mean, did you, like, there's a lot of like this toxic stuff going on behind the scenes. I mean, I think the only one's Gino. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, <laughs> we can't even say what's what going. a way Gino Smith has just made himself. A top that man's 10 a, that man. I mean, considering what the expectations were for the Seattle Seahawks, he should be an MVP candidate. He, he really should. should. Dude, I'm surprised that like he's not getting more nods like, at this point. How hysterical would it be if he got an MVP vote before Russ? Because Russ, I think he will. I think, yeah, like, that's the funny thing. Like too. if I had to go, like I think it still hurts an Allen top for MVP. But your next tier down is like Tua and Gino. Easy. Yeah, Tua is going to be gaining some more momentum, definitely. I think as as the season the way, goes on, yeah, dude, he he's playing actually. I'm gonna walk back some of my Tua slander mm, a little yeah. bit for you because I'm not saying I'm joining Tua non because I'm a Jets <laughs> fan, obviously, and I I hate the Finns. But dude, like <laughs> I got mad respect. He the kid can ball, and he's proving proving me and a lot of people wrong. This is crazy. He has a no tag clause, Tom Brady. He can't be franchise tagged. Oh yeah, I mean, and he's got all these dead years. It's the salary. I don't listen. Tampa try, fucked up somewhere. Try, I just don't know where. Try as I might, I'll never understand the salary cap and how the Saints and like the Buccaneers like and like all Brady, these friends exist. I, I'm fairly certain Brady's going to play next season, and I'm like 80 percent sure that if he plays, he's leaving Tampa. He's going to be getting this 10 million dollars just from the team. No matter where he he can go, sign for 15 million in Minnesota. He's still getting this 10. It's still a 35 million dollar cap in on the Tampa yeah, Buccaneers. They, they can restructure and like stretch it out, but they're going to be getting that dead cap. I think cap this no was what. the restructure and stretch out. Was but it? They can <laughs> they can keep restructuring yeah. though, like they did with Drew Brees for like the longest time. All right, so we NFC South. Yeah, I think every single team could have a new quarterback next year. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. I was trying to think. No, this, the Carolina no. definitely. Every team. Tampa. If I think Brady's gone, so definitely. Or, Brady's either gonna retire or leave. No position is solidified. No quarterback is solidified. Brady's there. not gonna want to stick around on a franchise that's got a losing record. The Falcons. Mariota's gone. Mariota's gone. And the, listen, I love who's it? Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I don't. I'm yeah, like, I, I. He don't. should play sooner rather than later. See if he got anything there, but. If we're basing it right now for Marcus Mariota, no. He should have played, honestly, last night if we're being... I don't know when their bye week is. The Falcons? Yeah. Because really he, sure. he's a good quarterback to bring in right after your bye. That's true. It's like rework the offense after around him. And then who's the last team in the NFC South? Oh, the Saints. The Saints. Yeah, yeah, no. no. Jameis or... <laughs> Jameis or Andy Dolan. I don't, I don't understand why Jameis played the... Or, uh, and, yeah, Jameis didn't get a snap of that Monday night game. Andy Dolan was terrible. Terrible in that first half. Yeah. Like I know, Jameis probably ain't the answer there either, but well, this, they yeah. can still compete for that last wild card spot because right now it's San Fran, I believe, at four and four. Is Jameis actually healthy though? He had fractured. He was ribs. playing. He, had I, he was ribs. dressed. But why? He's he's backing up. He's healthy enough to back up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's just because he's a better option than Taysom Hill. I think Taysom Hill might be the best option. Uh, I mean, he because he is legitimately one of the only people in the National Football League that if he comes into the game, you have no idea what the fuck is going on. It just pissed. they brought him in for one play. He threw a twenty yard dot because they loaded up the box thinking he was fucking running. It just pisses me off every time I see them hand it off to him and he runs for fifteen yards. I'm like, how do you not like? How do you not stop that if it's like a clear handoff? You know, he's lined up in the eye. It's crazy because if they go now with Chris Olave. You can... This would have been great with Michael Thomas because he was Slant Boy, but... Mr. Slants. Shotgun. Taysom Hill, 
Alvin Kamara. Run a little RPO read option. If he hands to Kamara, Kamara's got a hole or else he wouldn't give him the ball. Let's say he pulls. If he pulls and runs, you're going to need at least two guys to fucking tackle him because he's a tight end running. Yeah. And if you got two guys dedicated to the quarterback and at least one guy dedicated to the running back that he pulled and held, you are exposing yourself crazy in the secondary. And Olave is going to get open. And he's he's been great this year, too. I mean, if you have a real quarterback, it's crazy to think about these three rookie receivers, Garrett Wilson, Olave, and London. All of those guys are balling with terrible quarterback situations right now. Yeah. And you just imagine, like, what they could do, like, with such it's a ter- guy. It's, it's the Terry like, McLaurin it's, thing. It's, it's like, I mean, yeah. It's D-Hop. <laughs> like, yeah. It's D-Hop in Houston. I mean, it's just... That just goes to show you. I mean, Jefferson's is. I mean, no, excuse me. Uh, Christian, uh, uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is in a, you know, great, but he's a hell of a leg better than what the other teams like these quarter like the, the Falcons, the Jets are de- like are dealing with. In terms of moving your offense based solely on unpredictability, I think Taysom Hill gives them the best chance to win. Yeah, and maybe Sean Chaos. Payton. Maybe Sean Payton wasn't so fucking crazy. Listen, and I think Dennis Allen needs to figure this shit out. I think that this season. I thought Dennis Allen was the wrong hire. I don't know what you thought. Yeah, down I there, so. like he didn't ooh, wasn't attractive at all hire wise. But I mean, I don't know who I would have hired for the Saints. Cause I just don't think that that's a desirable they just, position. Yeah, they kept it in house. Like they didn't even they didn't even try. Honestly, not really. They, <laughs> they kind of what Tampa did with Bruce Arians after he retired. Just yeah. went okay, Todd Bowles. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine, yeah, whatever. Step right up. <laughs> um, all right. So that's the NFC. We got four. Yeah, <laughs> AFC. AFC East, two teams. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I think, Tua. Tua. Yeah. Yeah, I think... think Zach's not solidified I legitimately think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet. Listen, I would... I don't like Aaron Rodgers. You're going to love him the the second he puts on green. I would love the player. (laughs) The second he puts on, was that, Gotham green, whatever the fuck you guys wear. Yeah. (laughs) The colors are already similar. It's not too much of a change for him. There's no gold, just black. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to want out, and I think, A, the Jets will offer the most attractive package because I think, Zach Wilson coming back is a really attractive piece for Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, you think because I like, think they're out on Jordan Love. You think that like if we offered Zach and like our first, we would have to offer another first, or we'd just like a second? Do you'd have to like offer a huge haul for Rodgers at this age after? How Are you guys holding year? another first still? No, we don't. So That's you're out thing. of all the Seattle picks. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, we got a haul or anything. I would say Zach there, Wilson so. a first. You probably throw in Elijah Moore for shits and giggles. Fuck, I'll do it. And throw a bag of chips and like it. like a second, yeah, might be enough to get it done. I I, I, I do that in a heartbeat. If Green Bay turns around and say, "Give us another first, I think you give them another first. Yeah, but I would honestly. <laughs> yeah, I would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, dude, like, listen, I, that's that's an easy, that's that, a layup. That like, dude, that defense is top five in the NFL already this year. And it's just, the it's, offense has weapons, definitely better weapons than whatever they got in Green Bay outside of like the the running back position. I like would say it's, it's not an exaggeration to say that like our offense is playing so much worse than they should be. You know, it's like our coordinator has scheming scheming our guys open. It's just we don't have the quarterbacks right now. I mean, we're at a quarterback play to take advantage of it. Uh, the thing is, this cap hit is insane. Is so it? We, yeah. Okay. 
you gotta imagine the cap's gonna go up too in the next couple of years. Um, we don't. I think we'd have to trade other. <laughs> more, we'd have to trade more than Wilson and more just for the contracts to work, though. Like <laughs> fucking have to give Mosley. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. What do you guys have? You have five million dollars right now. Going into the next season, you have eighteen. So that's gonna be a bit of a stretch. We'd have to trade like you gotta, fucking CJ Mosley. I think you gotta shed Corey Davis. No, because we're gonna trade Elijah Moore then too. I can't do that. And then you just go out and get. Well, oh, is Corey Davis really moving the needle that much? Yeah, we're gonna throw to just Garrett Wilson and Braxton Berrios and Mims. Yeah. No. <laughs> you can't. That's the fucking. That's the same exact situation that Rodgers dealt with the last few years and Pat in the Green Bay. One's one receiver and scrubs. All right. Um, his cap hit next season is thirty-one million dollars. So we gotta clear thirteen mil. He can do that. Yeah, I mean it's definitely doable. Why is CJ Mosley making twenty one million? Who is Lincoln Tomlinson? He's the guard we from the Niners we saw. You're paying a guard seventeen million dollars? His cap hit is seventeen million next year. I guess we must All be right, structured. Get rid of that guy. No, dude, he's like, no, 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 no. Get rid of that guy. Just go draft another interior lineman. I I guess. Why is DJ Reed getting paid fourteen million a year? Jordan White. Oh man, you guys overloaded. So here's the thing, actually, contracts. with the Jets. I see why these players signed here now. I can honestly. Is how much dead cap would we have to pay Tomlinson if we cut him? Does it say? Okay, if you cut Lincoln Tomlinson, it would be eight million dollars in savings, eight million dollars in dead cap. So we're like saving roughly half that. So. Yeah. So that would put you at twenty six mil. I mean, I mean, honestly, because here's the thing. We got this, we signed this backup in the free agency, Nate Herbig, right, who has stepped up uh, since the AVT injury, and he's actually been I'm playing really, like, like one of the top guards in the league I'm since then. I'm looking at this shit, too. Like, CJ Uzama's making 11 mil. And he's not really done anything this year. And but I mean, You but, can't even cut him because that would not save you any money. That would actually cost you money if you did it. No, honestly, dude, I, here's the thing. I don't think Rodgers is a f- attainable of a move. It's going to be really tough to pull off an upgrade. It's going to take some gymnastics. <laughs> it, it, no doubt about it. It's going to take some gymnastics. I but don't know. One thing that's interesting... Getting rid of Lake and Tomlinson I don't think makes you that much worse of a One thing that's interesting is that people sleep on uh, the fact that when we traded for James Robinson... Uh, because he, uh, I, I'm, I'm not really sure how the salary cap works like this, but one of the details with this is if he walks from us in free agency, we get a compensatory yeah. draft pick. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that will be useful in any trades we might make for a veteran. Is there any other veterans besides Rodgers and Brady that would like move the needle that Matt would want Ryan, out? Oh. <laughs> like, no. would a Derek Carr move the needle no. for the Jets? No, 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 no. No? No. He has Devontae Adams right now, and he can't do shit. But you know they have McDaniels? I mean, have you been f- hearing about oh, like, the Oh, no, it's us? totally McDaniels. But this is the type of season that just absolutely destroys any confidence, anything he had you going. have? It's over. Uh, it's over for Derek Carr. I feel so And that sucks, because I love Derek Carr. Um, c- ceiling. <laughs> what is the projected cap? They're projecting 225 mil in 2023. And this has it at 215. So if you assume the cap goes up $10 million. No, if you... If you assume... Yeah, if you assume the cap goes up 15 mil from this year. Then how much do we have to save? Well, well no, this is projecting at 228. Okay, so no, this is where you would be at on their project On cap-friendly's yeah. projection. 18 million. Yeah. 
2024 gets easy. Okay, there's your path. What? Oh, you, we throw in, you throw in that extra wait. first, and you have them eat some salary on this season. That's true. Because they're not going to be competitive. Yeah. That's actually There's great, the path. Yeah, especially. There's the path to Aaron Rodgers in the Jets uniform. I don't know. Listen, fuck, I, 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 <laughs> listen it's... It's so bad because Zach actually played pretty decent against Buffalo last doesn't week. Matter. It doesn't matter. No, but like, I'm listen, I'm still, I'm still like, I'm still like, I'm, I'd still fucking trading for Aaron Rodgers in a heartbeat. Oh, fuck, hundred percent. Fuck this. Fuck these kids. <laughs> All right, so we got two teams in the AFC East. That brings us up to six. AFC North. I think it's just Joe Burrow. What are you talking about, Lamar? He's gonna walk, dude. He's a fucking free agent. Who's he, they're gonna franchise tag him, my guy. Agent. Yeah, they, but this is the scenario, dude. This solidified, 100% going to be the starting quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens next year. You're telling me Lamar wouldn't sit the fuck out? You think Lamar is going to sit the fuck out on a franchise tag? I don't think that happens, really. I mean, Bell kind of proved that that's why you don't do that anymore. For running backs who are in their later 20s. I know Lamar's a running back. I get that. (laughs) But he throws it sometimes. Listen, man. I think... It'd be some historic in- in levels of incompetency if they let him walk and they sign Roquan Smith to an extended contract. <laughs> it would be. It'd just be like, listen, and no, and listen, even so, if they, if they the let him go, dude. if they let him go, fuck Aaron Rodgers, I want the Jets to go all in on Lamar. I don't think you can win Lamar. I, who do you go to? What? No, I just don't think you can win with Lamar. Oh, oh, I thought you said he couldn't win <laughs> Lamar over. No. I was like... Also, who would he go to? Yeah. No one else. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, Tampa. Oh, <laughs> they don't have. They don't. They, none of these guys no, have cap space. Don't. I don't like. We don't have Carolina, space, him but. and DJ. Moore. Let's say that. Don't put these dots right. out there. So I think it's just one. Yeah. Wait. Uh, yeah, Burrow. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Because there's no salary cap situation hanging over him or nothing. I feel like I, I'm missing one. Aren't we missing one team? Not the. Well, no, Pickett pick sucks. Pickett sucks. Uh, Deshaun, yeah, I Wait, think no, Deshaun, yeah, they're kind of tied yeah, to we, him. I, yeah. Like, there's no getting out of it. <laughs> I literally completely forgot the Browns All existed right, so for a hot two. second. So two, that brings us to eight. <laughs> AFC West, two. Yeah, no. Herbert and... Uh, Three, no, I mean, listen. They're you're stu- taking Wilson? They're stuck. I know. They have <laughs> like, I know they are. I they know. Co- they couldn't get rid of him if they wanted to. <laughs> no, they couldn't. <laughs> like... All right, three. Yeah. Brings up to 11. AFC South. So, listen, we, I just want to point out, we already passed our projection. Yeah, single, single digits, digit. But it's, it's still it's Two would have done that, too. Yeah. We'll up to 10. South. Three weeks ago, I would have sit here and said Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he still kind of sucks. Are we going to get a good quarterback class anytime soon? When is one coming? Listen, I'm going to be honest. People are hyped about this draft class. I don't see it. I think Stroud and I'm Young not are fa- not going to like I, do I'm, impress. Listen, I'm not a fan of Stroud. Uh, that goes against, you know, it's my bias against Ohio State, Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I, I like Caleb Williams. I don't know if he's draft eligible this year or next year at a USC. Year. And I don't like USC quarterbacks, but he's a product, I believe, of Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of Caleb Williams. I have been since he came in and relief of whoever the fuck the quarterback was at Oklahoma that year. Yeah. I always feel like 
the way it goes is these draft classes where people aren't hyped up on the quarterbacks, that's where you usually find some diamonds in the row. And then it's like when they, you see this like crazy hype for these guys who are like, oh, they're guaranteed home runs, that's when you start to see busts. Like, I feel like the problem is with guys like Young and Stroud is that these college programs like Ohio State and Alabama are just so freaking loaded for, with offensive talent that, you know, it's not like the kind of situations that the teams that are picking number one or at the top of the NFL draft are going to be like. They're all the, they're, they're bad teams for a reason, you know, and right, a lot of the times they're just picking a quarterback. Let's go back and find the last draft class where we got at least three Solid. decent starting quarterbacks. It's not 2022. 2020. It's 2020, probably. Yeah, Joe, Burrow, Burrow Tua, and Herbert already. Jalen Hurts. Hurts. That's, actually, <laughs> that's actually a great quarterback draft, and people thought... Oh, Jake Fromm. But listen, people, let's be... Let's ben DiNucci. Until, listen, let's, that's all for recent, though. Until this year, that's why you can't give up on quarterbacks. Because until, like, last year, everyone thought that Justin Herbert was... And, and uh, Burrow were the only legit quarterbacks, and now Tua yeah, now and Hurts Tua have and, risen. Yeah, Hurts, there was more faith around, I think, than Tua. Yeah, I think um, so, a little bit but more. But they've really, like... And then before that, I mean, Kyler yeah. hasn't lived up to the potential of a one. Daniel Jones at six was a reach then, it's a reach now. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, RIP. Uh, Drew Locke, Will Greer. Carter Minshew... Where is he now? He's is the he's backup for the Eagles. Oh, still? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's probably the second best quarterback from that draft class. Behind Sadly. Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, Stidham. Kyler Murray's third. Do you remember when Belichick tried to f- convince the world that Stidham was the next guy? Yeah, I believed it. He's like... Because who was like Bill Belichick to lead me in the wrong no, I mean honestly. I mean he he made us. He also convinced us that Cam Newton was going to fuck the league. I up. think when it comes to touchdown quarterback ratio, I believe Gardner Minshew is the best of that draft class. I think yeah. Gardner Minshew has like thirty three touchdowns and like like six picks or five picks. I feel like Kyler has a lot of turnovers too. He does. He fumbles a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then okay. twenty eighteen sucked. Yeah. Outs- well, outside. Of, no. Listen. Allen and Lamar. Yeah. Okay, those two alone. Are kind of enough to make it a and game. it's shocking you didn't get a third out of Baker or Darnold or Rosen considering where everybody fucking had them yeah, going into that day. And even after the first year, everyone would have, I think I'd, most people would have said Browns finally had a quarterback solidified, you know? 2020, 2020 is shaping up to be the best quarterback draft we've had probably. Since 2017. We don't even have three there. It's two. Yeah, we got two. Yeah. And oh, 2016 is looking worse and worse by the day. Dak Prescott, the you're at best least got, in there. You at least got three starters, though. Okay, stop it with Carson Wentz. <laughs> Taylor Heineke is better than him. He's a starter, though. You could start him. Like, I'm trying to, now I'm looking for, like, the best draft class since then. Like, everyone's always convinced at these draft classes. Like, the, the best was in 2020 when it's like it was Wilson, Lance, Fields, Lawrence. Everyone's like... Man, isn't it going to be crazy? It's like the best draft class since 2005, like since uh, or since 2004 with Big Ben, uh, Rivers, Eli. You know, everyone was convinced that it was going to be some like everyone's going to be like a future hole. And then everyone had like all time bad rookie seasons. Yeah. <sighs> all right, before we go, let's talk a little Jeff Saturday. Well, so where do we begin with that? I mean, did we, like, this This is all news from this week, right? So there's nothing about this that would have been talked about last week? I don't think so. 
Okay, well, <laughs> you know, no, yeah, because they lost to the Patriots yeah. this week, and then Frank Reich, Frank Reich yeah, Frank Reich gets the can, and then later in the day, it gets announced that the Colts have hired. Uh, they they went an unconventional method. They didn't hire someone from within the organization. They didn't promote from within. They went in with an outside hire, someone from their Ring of Honor. Uh, for Hall of was he a Hall of Famer? He is a Ring of, well, Ring of he, Honor, yeah, Colts Ring of Honor, Colts Hall of Famer, Colts Hall of Famer, Jeff Saturday, offensive lineman. Uh, and how much coaching experience does he have? Tom? Zero yeah. at any level. No, I thought he had high school nope. coaching. No. Oh my God, that's even worse. I'm working for ESPN. So, uh, yeah. So, so I, I like. What if he comes in and wins out? Does is he the head coach now? The the, the best part though is I just love this man's ca- like completely candid honesty with everyone. He's like, listen. He's like, I might be dog shit. Like he's I like, have no idea. He's like, I just want you guys to know. He didn't say this. I'm I'm not gonna mince his. I'm like I'm gonna exaggerate his words around here. But he basically said, in all intents and purposes, all right, guys, we're kind of fucked here. You know, we fired all. Of, we fired the offensive coordinator, and we fired the head coach. We have no one on this roster who's played called plays before. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's now, uh, so I don't the know quarterback what's coach is gonna be calling yeah. plays, right? Yeah, so he's like, listen, so it's the cards are stacked against us is basically with the gist of what he was saying, and you know, listen, all power to him, you know, like being honest, I feel like you know, it's at least he doesn't have like this, you know, stupid confidence being like, oh yeah, we're gonna yeah, try I'm gonna turn this thing around. around, yeah, no, you know, like it's. It's really kind of painfully obvious here that they're not going to obviously admit this, but this is a tank job, right? I think that's like Shaq. Well, they just announced today Shaq Leonard just went to IR for I know. the year. I don't they think Jim say, well, he knows how to tank. Yeah, this might be a tank job. I it's a stealth tank job, and there's no that's how they do it with the Colts. They don't obviously it's a, it's the it's the most ballsy coaching move I've seen since the Cardinals hired Cliff Kingsbury. A man who lost at every level, and they said yeah. head coach. I mean, the only thing this guy's got going for him is he hasn't lost at every level because he hasn't coached at any level. The thing you really got to think about that makes this even more absurd is just there's thirty two, <laughs> there's thirty two jobs like of these in the NFL at any given time. And he's got one, and he's got one. <laughs> think about like how many people. <laughs> With now, actually in college, this dream of getting a chance this to is coach only, at I any level. The third time since the merger that a head coach has been hired from outside of the organization. Yeah, as an interim coach. Yeah, yeah as an yeah. Inter- mid-season hire. Mid-season hire. I think it's like Marv Levy, one other guy, and now Jeff Saturday. Yeah, it's it's hard to go outside the organization mid-season. I get that. And if you really didn't think you would see any change, if it's a tank job, why not just keep Frank Reich around? Because I think it's just about... Now, here's the thing. Ursay's a man about optics and making himself come off, and I think... I like, did all I could. Look, I fired the guy, and... Here's the thing. I really think that he was trying to make a big move the week before when they fired the offensive coordinator, right? Yeah. And then when they uh, when they got... To, they put up nine points against the Patriots and got sacked nine times with Frank Reich calling the plays, which is yeah, supposed to be the yeah, cure. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I think he was just literally like, I bet he probably, he probably has called Frank Reich and he's just like in the office, he's like, dude, pack your stuff. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Go on. I, it's, like, <laughs> it, it, it's legitimately one of the craziest hires I think we've seen. Honestly, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, I, 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 I honestly, for his sake, I, I hope, hope it works. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's just. I hope it doesn't. He doesn't get in. It doesn't 
get too ugly over there. You At know? least just... it basically brings expectations down to zero. Yeah. There's no way this can hurt Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Honestly. And like, I don't think. <laughs> and I just hope, like, uh, it just really is unfortunate for a guy. Like, if this, if he wanted to get some coaching experience, you know, in any way. Go and then be an up, offensive line coach. I just, like, there's just so much pressure for this dude, you know, right off the – I'm just like – the best is, did you see the clip of the Pat McAfee show when they broke the news about this? No, I didn't. They were, like, talking about this. He's like, they're like, Pat, did you, like, get any missed calls from Ursay like, a few like, minutes yeah, ago? He's like, he's like, like, were you on the board, too? He's like, oh, no. He's like, you know, my phone was ringing a few minutes ago, but, I mean, I, I didn't know. I didn't I pick like, it up. Oh, maybe if I did, maybe I'd be the head coach. <laughs> Crazy. Unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap this episode. Um... Every episode of the 200 Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, there should be more of us back on Tuesday for that episode. We're going to break down week 10 of the NFL season. So enjoy the weekend of football, and we will see you next week for the episode of 200 Men. Bye, everybody.